Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. We're live? We're live. Welcome back, everyone, to the OC. I am your host, Kevin Longfrey, with Jason T-Bone Turnbull. T-Bone. Boom. And Dr. Sean Michael Landry. Yeah, actually Michael Sean Landry, but... Right, but your parents mixed it up? Yes, they did. They tried Michael and then they didn't like it, so they switched it back to Sean? Yeah. Uh, Apparently, they always... My mother did not like the way Sean Michael Landry sounded. So she liked liked the Michael Sean Landry, but they always wanted to call me Sean. What's either... But your dad was a big Sean Michaels fan. Possibly. He's a big WWE fan. (laughs) SML. Mm. SML sounds better than MSL. Yeah. That sounds like some sort of disease or something. <laughs> MS? Yeah. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. Helps for the government when you have to, when all this. It was confusing. You've had. I, it's nice when you can change your name up like that. My first few days of school was always confusing. Evade the authorities. Is Eva- yeah, evading authorities has been, uh, it's been good. It's been really helpful for so you. What you're saying is you're, they're probably looking for you. Yes, they're looking for Michael. <laughs> right. <laughs> the question is what did you do, Sean? Michael Landry, <laughs> what did you do? That's Why a good are you question. hiding? It's a good question. Yeah. Plus, you choose Sean. You can spell Sean in like 14 different ways. So exactly. That's another kind of fail-proof way to evade. No, I'm not that Sean. No. no. I'm this Sean. Mm. <laughs> Guess what that is. I'm Sean with a K. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the best one. Oh, man. Uh, so, how are you guys doing? Better now. Yeah? Yeah, that was good. It's good Thanks. to get it out. Yeah, get it out. Air it out. You know, Just you to don't. break the monotony up. You know? oh, oh, God. The Monot- boredom. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I was treating today pretty good, but just oh, God, boring. Yeah, I fell asleep four so times. Boring. I did a lot of cranial today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness I didn't have too many people after lunch, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. I, okay, so you so someone hit you in the outside of your knee. You fell down. You heard something. Perfect. I'm just going to go to your head for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So perfect segue into what we're yes. going to talk about today. So are you bored at work? So it does happen. You know, the monotony of treating people every day, all day, right? <laughs> I'm not saying we don't enjoy it. No. I'm just saying that sometimes what can happen is that you want to mix it up. You want yeah, to find are... different ways to, to to actually help maybe more people at the same time and not the one-on-one a traditional way of, of treating, which uh, we found uh, in the past, like like Sean had mentioned earlier today, we were doing our uh, eight mindful minutes on a on the same subject, and uh, Sean was alluding to the what we used to do as the foundations of health here at the clinic, uh, that, which was a program we people would come and we do these live events uh, before uh, the world fell apart, and then um, now we just can't do it anymore. No. Well, we could. No, no, we could. We could. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But the the there are different ways now too. With apparently technology has reached a point, Sean. Where yes. You can actually do meetings online, online on the line. Yeah, I know. Since it's just started like last week, I think. It's, it, it's fairly new. Like I don't want to make people freak out, but it is very useful because you can have 
many, multiple people. Many people, because if you, you can't house that many people in your clinic, well, you know, you'd have to rent. Thousands. Yeah, rent an auditorium, right? Mm. Yeah. The Bell Center. Exactly. Yeah, 22,273 And all the people. logistics and the this and the that. Anyways, you'll obviously have to hire some sort of technical person to help you out uh, because it's extremely confusing, <laughs> but very productive. Very productive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, in all seriousness, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we we wanted to talk about different ways. Uh, number one, getting out of your comfort zone, doing something a bit different than what we do traditionally is to see uh, patients one-on-one and help them out with w- what they're going through. But um, either um, there's a lot of people you've noticed in your practice perhaps that are looking for more, more, maybe more support on how they can maybe change their mindset on how to help them heal or uh, maybe to do something on more of an exercise based, if you have someone in the clinic that's an expert in that, to do something on that. Uh, all these things that people are really seeking out for knowledge to help them uh, be more well-rounded in their, their health. Uh, so these are there are so many endless ways to do this. So that's, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about spicing it up a little Spice bit. Spice it up. Spice it up by sharing Get your... out of that little... Expertise, right? Share it. Just you gotta share it. Becoming an expert on sharing your expertise. Live on the line. Give, give, give. Give, give, give. Just giving. Fill, so giving. fill your cup up. There. Right? <laughs> there it is. Because if it's empty, like as Kev said, the monotony of every day. Oh, the pain. Day to day. It's gonna dry up. Tears out. of joy you have in the kitchen in between clients. <laughs> it's just You've lost your mojo, Kev. Is that you trying to tell us? No. Yeah. No, no, you guys are not listening. <laughs> you I think guys you need like a Mazda Miata or something. Yeah. Some sort of. Are you Are you fifty? Midlife. Is this not. A, Is this a midlife crisis no, we have on air right now? I'm not fifty. <laughs> I'm voicing your concerns, and I'm just taking it because <laughs> I'm a team player. I didn't oh. want to make it sound like it was you guys, but <laughs> it's not anyway. you. It's me. Yeah. Um, no, I. I, I Hopefully, think everyone's super confused right now. <laughs> I think they are. I'm going to jump in here. <clears throat> So that's going to, um, no, I think it, I think it's very important, right? There's, there's a, there's a lot that we can do one-on-one with our clients on a day-to-day basis, right. In helping them, you know, creating a space for them to heal, uh, creating a space for them to take a look within and see what they're, you know, lacking. Maybe they're doing something too much. Maybe they're not doing enough of something, right? So it's a really good, you have that opportunity, but you're right. Sometimes in life, it's nice to get out into the community and share your expertise. And, uh, you know, we know just with some of the therapists here, sometimes people are fearful to do this stuff. But uh, as we've seen, and we say, Jay, you're like a broken record, right? The best communicators have the, have the best practices. So there are ways of getting out and communicating with your community. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's important because you can give back to the community. Uh, people are looking for help. People are lost in this kind of the modern day, I would, you know, I'll say the allopathic model of health where it's you're, you're giving your power away to someone, um, you know, who's told you that health comes from a, a pill, right? So this is an opportunity for us to get out into the community to, you know, fill your cup up, to give back, to help people realize that they are their best doctors, right? And that if they listen, listen to within, um, you know, and you can be guidance to them, you can, you, you know, you can open up people's eyes to certain things that are out there and uh and it also will uh it'll 
you know, give back to your practice as well. We've seen this in the past. This is one of our essential, you know, one of our essential things to grow your practice is to get out and do these community talks and or meet your neighbors and or workshops and, um, yeah. So sharing your expertise, it's, it's very important. I remember personally, I remember when I first started in practice, again, I used to think that my phone was going to ring, um, you know, when I graduated school because I had an ad in the yellow pages back, uh, back then. And, uh, to my dismay, it wouldn't ring, you know, it'd be days on end where the phone wouldn't ring. But and finally realized that it wasn't even plugged in. No, exactly. The, mm-hmm. uh, the other chiropractor that was competing with it. me, he unplugged it. I right? knew it. Yeah. So classic, <laughs> yeah. classic he was like, senior move. Yeah. Senior move. He yeah. goes, I'll show this young guy. Yeah. You know? exactly. This little whippersnapper. Yeah. So, but, um, once I figured out and plugged the phone back in, it still didn't ring. I had to get out. <laughs> I had to get out. With you got it. Yeah. But I had to get out For within you. my community and meet people and not just rely on, um, you know, classic old school advertising because, uh, you know, a lot of people are advertising, right. But one-on-one when you get out in community and you connect with people and you talk to them and you answer questions and you're helpful, uh, well, it's a, the quickest way to get to build a busy, successful practice. Those plane signs worked well for your Yeah, waving practice. down planes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the Drake. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're kind of costly, expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. It's very costly, but yeah. it's amazing. Boat tour, you know, yeah. as were, you see in the just, islands, right? Yeah. The, the sunset cruise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm still here. Do you want me to check? Sure. Are you here? Do you yeah. have anything to add? So that's a wrap. Anywho. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, so... Yeah, I think this is nice that we can... We're talking you know, about... Um, <laughs> sharing your expertise, okay. I think. Okay, sorry. I think the nice thing is that you should probably look at doing this when you have a full practice as a way to break the you know, monotony, monotony and to get out there and you know reinvigorate your practice. But it's also equally important for people who are starting out. So to take the time to you know reflect on who you want to treat, who you want to be in front of, and then find ways to share expertise in front of those people. So... Whether you're booking things through, like Sean, you had said that in the Eight Mindful Minutes, whether you're going to your local chamber of commerce or libraries and booking talks, there's so many different ways you can do this to to make an impression on people that are looking for help. And hopefully people are looking for help with you know shared interest as, as to your own. Um, so that's the most important part, right? You, we all want to talk about stuff that we're mostly passionate about, that we really believe in and your message is more authentic and more fun to give that way. And I always find that it's, you know, we do our talks, you know, it's normal to have a little nervousness at the start, right? But it's better to, you know, put yourself out of your comfort zone. And then once you get going in that flow, it's, it's fun. Um, you get a chance to share your passion and you get to meet just new people. And that's really the line of work we're in is the, the, the line of relationships. And so the more people get the chance to see you and talk to you, and that can still be virtual, but to, the, the chance to kind of talk, like uh, afterwards, after your presentation, so that you get a really chance to know them and, and really see if you can help make a difference in their in their life is is why we want to do these things. That's what makes it fun. That's what brings those kind of people into your practice. So you share some knowledge you give, and we do you know most of these things we always do for free. We like to just give and, and do it in our own you know backyards in our community. And with time, with you know, with with time, hopefully you build a good reputation on helping, and then it comes back to you in spades anyway. So. It's just really important to get out, you know, carve some time. I think it's really important to carve some time out of our schedules. We try to do that every quarter at least to sit down and reflect what are we doing for the next, you know, year ahead mm-hmm. and book off some time appropriately so you can do these kinds of things. The, um, the You did say something uh, that made sense uh, <laughs> in the eight, five mindful minutes. <clears throat> yeah. No, you said it once. No, no, you had <laughs> mentioned about the polling. 
Mm. And it made me think too, like, so quite often what, quite often what happens is that we assume, uh, what people want Mm. or maybe what your client base wants to hear and, and everything else too. Like, you know, there are some things that everyone does, like, so anything concerning health and, or what can I do to better myself and, or yes, get unstuck and, uh, get away from these chronic things that I'm suffering from. Well, those are, are topics of interest, but then if you're not sure and you don't really have one particular area that you're in, you're truly passionate about, one way of doing it too is to pull your... Uh... Hey guys, it's Sean, Kevin, and Jason here from osteomentorship.com. Today we'd like to tell you about the Masters in Business for Osteopaths. It's an eight-week live interactive online program empowering you with a solid business framework to build your practice fuller and faster with confidence. This live interactive program is a pivotal business training program developed by osteopaths for osteopaths that will challenge you to execute at your highest level. Your MBO bridges the gap between your formal education and real life practice success. Please visit us at osteomentorship.com forward slash MBO. Your current uh, clientele and yep. to see like, well, what are they craving to hear? And maybe that's something that you put together uh, that could be again through there's so many formats. It's like like we, a little suggestion box in your yeah, living room. Exactly. Yeah. Then Perfect. that, that again could be uh, a just perfect list of things of content that you can take and then apply uh, through whatever means is easiest for you. If, if you're like us and social media is just second nature, well, <laughs> that's what you do, right? Totally. Well, I almost said that without joking. Um, <coughs> nah, there you go. No, you're right. So asking, asking your patients, even asking your patients for uh, potential leads, right? So most people work somewhere. Uh, so that's a really good uh, introduction or a foot in the door at some of these local businesses because um, they can put you in touch with HR. Most of these companies have health weeks or wellness weeks, yep. and they're always looking for experts to go and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other ways that we did in the past, you know, I used to volunteer at just uh, local athletic uh, events, mm-hmm. right? So CrossFit events, um, different, you know, they're always looking for therapists to help, uh, whether it be taping, whatever your scope of practice and expertise, but they're always looking for, for experts to talk. Lawn bowling. Um, lawn bowling. Lawn bowling. Lawn bowling. Figure skating, a lot of injured people there. Gardening clubs, yes. right? Seasonal themes, right? Curlers, curlers, seasonal themes. That the kite flyers, kite boarders, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, flyers, kite flyers, yeah. Often Helping injury in that, yeah. yeah. Helping them get the kites down from the trees, right? So you, any way you can give back, any well, way, any, anyone, anyone hydrolyze, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, especially when you're under fifty pounds, like local. That, those kids are right. Yeah, yeah. local schools. I know Jay, you've got that restraining order, but I, I'm today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm today going to actually give a talk to my Yours son. Yours was lifted. Well, yeah, mine was lifted, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sean, Michael, Michael Sean, he's going to laugh. Yeah, Sean, Michael, Michael Sean's going to That's, that's one of the little things. finally did. So, but today full I was... circle. Yeah, yeah, that was full amazing. Full circle. Today I was offered... I thought I was going to throw it out there because I know you were... Um, <laughs> so today to. I'm going to uh, actually give a talk to, to, my, in your to my son. I love that. My yeah. son's class. Uh, I, was, I, was walking, <laughs> I was walking the dog uh, two weeks ago at 540... 5.45 in the morning and, and uh, his his teacher, uh, an amazing woman, she was actually running and she goes, Aiden's father, right? And I'm like, yes. And she goes, he really wants you to come speak at our school. Can you come, can you speak about bones and the skeletal system? I'm like, perfect, I'll be there. So, so I guess give yeah. me a month, I'll review my <laughs> How many bones are there in the human body? Yeah. Seven. <laughs> There's quite a few. 206. 206, oh. yeah. 
Babies have off. You should know that. babies have over three hundred well, three hundred bones and they fuse as they Boom. go through life, right? Mm. As they get hardened by life. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they start to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. And start to fuse. One yeah. thing we should go maybe go back to, and Kevin, you mentioned it briefly, is social media is actually a great way yes. for people to share their expertise that are in a different age bracket than we are. Oh, you're being serious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. It's not even a different well, age we, bracket. No, I know, but a lot of people have their own social media profile and will make a secondary profile for their profession, right? Which yep. is a great way. We have a few therapists here that do it. Some of them have built an amazing practice based on that in yeah. women's health, for instance. Yes. And they have their target Carved market. The they know exactly what they want to present. And like Sean, you had said earlier, the key for that is consistency, right? They're consistent. They're posting on the same schedule every week. That's what your listeners, your viewers want to see is that consistent uh, information. It's a great way to share things you're passionate about the most. And then because of that, people walk through that door. And most of these are free. They also get to know you before they see you. Right. Exactly. Well, I and think that's, that's the comforting. key part. That's the key part is the passion part. Mm. Yes. So if, if what you're doing, whether it be in your office, where we've talked about uh, so many times about how that's so important that the the client walks out of that first time client walking out of your office senses the passion you have for your work. Yes. Well, it's equally important when you're discussing these topics and sharing your expertise that it is about something that you're going to be very interested in because otherwise then that comes across as just maybe a filler that you're trying to do, but that, that pull isn't there. Right. So sure. you really want to take the time again to really think about, okay, how do I really want to, uh, how do I want to be seen? Number one, because like, for example, like when we were discussing this podcast, right? So what were some of the discussions in the beginning? Like I, everyone knows by now, if you've been listening for a while, we're idiots. Like we make fun of each other all the time. Yes. We try and keep it PG. Sometimes it gets a little derailed, but most of the time we're pretty good. Yes. The school comment was pretty much off. <laughs> that was a little, <laughs> that was racy a bit, but yeah. so I think we can thankfully we're kidding. But so. so in the beginning though, it's, and this is true for when you're thinking about what you want to do out there is like, so, you know, do I want to be funny? Am I, am I funny? Well, maybe you're not mm. like Jay's not funny. So we, <laughs> sometimes we don't let him funny looking. Well, there's funny. Okay, I'm glad you said it, funny. but <laughs> no, no. But I mean, what we did in the beginning is we kind of, ah, oh, should we do that? Maybe it comes across as, and it's just naturally, we just did it anyways. And I think you can write in and tell us or on the line that, you know, you <laughs> guys line. should keep it a little straighter. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to be authentic for sure. Yeah, of course. You, your a, your passion should, should shine through as you're sharing your expertise, right? So, yeah. and that's, the, we, we say this all the time, but you want to educate, engage, and empower or empower, engage, educate, whatever, three, yeah. eight, whatever the, whatever the, the way you want to, whatever the way you want to throw those words around, but you do, you want to do it and you want to show up consistently. Um, and it helps again, if you're passionate about a subject because, and you, you're knowledgeable about that, about that subject. I mean, people always, um, have a problem when they public speak, but remember when you know you're doing it every day with your patients, regardless, you're helping them, you're educating them, you're answering questions. So to take that into a talk is very, it's very easy. It seems like a mountain, but you're talking from the heart about things that you know very well. Yeah. And for the most part, I remember, uh, again, this is my broken record thing, but I had a mentor once tell me, you only need to know, you, to help someone, you only need to know 
more than 7% of what they know, right? Because you're... That's the guy that unplugged your phone? Exactly. Right. So so you just want to... Br- that guy. But you want to bring them along, right? So you, you don't need to be too far ahead of them. Honestly, yeah. when you're talking to someone, you don't necessarily want to be speaking a different language than right. they are. So you literally want to be no more than an arm's length away so that you can bring them along, right? You, that, under- that's a, you're bringing up a really good point, Sean, because for sure, as as the professional, sometimes we assume people know certain yes. things or and or should... <laughs> when in reality, it's not the case. So you, you need to be able to, to uh, adjust your language to that population or to uh, whatever topic you're delivering. You know, you need to do it in a way that's going to be absorbable by the, uh, by the patient, right? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. There was something else you were talking about. Anyways, go on if uh, you had anything more on that. Well, I think we were, initially started this off by saying, what do you want to do when we were going to yeah. do a podcast? Yeah. You're going to share something to your community. You have to hammer down as to what are you, what are you passionate about? Oh. If you've done the poll, what is it? My thing is you have to also provide value. Yes. That's the big thing is like, you know, as much Take-aways. as we love it and do this, you have to provide value for either, not because you have to provide value for their paying for it, but their time. People have a limited time, amount of time in this world. Sure. So you have to make sure that whatever you're offering provides value. They learn, it provides them value. Often short, they obviously these days, right? The shorter, the better. Yep. It's like people go through things very quickly, whether it's on social media or everything else. So, you know, like we learn quickly, obviously, to even have the, the wording come up. Captions. People don't, yeah. people don't even, don't even click on it to hear what you're saying. It's actually they're reading. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, these are little things you learn along the way as well. But <laughs> I think um, what you said, Sean, I believe on in-office discussion with the patient, really that's what you're doing, right? Is you're yes. taking what you're talking about daily, which you know comes out naturally, yeah. and you're trying to share that with people. So exactly. you can make a mixed bag of, of different content on that and then slowly start to put that out there. And to and connect. That's which, that which creates that, that connection in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it drives people to, be, to start to question and say, oh, maybe I could benefit from this. I really uh, understand what they're talking about. It really um, resonates with me. So uh, it's a great way to make truer connections with new patients that are on the same page as you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. Social media has been uh, a beast of connecting, right? And that's exactly what it's for. Obviously, there can be the double-edged sword of social media, just as in this, you know, we're presenting a lot of options to share your expertise. So go home today and actually, you know, listen to the podcast, jot down a few of them, but then pick something that resonates with you and start with that, right? Because oftentimes, again, you can get you know, there's just so much out there, so many things that you can do. So if for you, you like speaking, then uh, look at your patient list, look at the companies that work out, phone five of them, you know, see if you can talk to the HR and book a talk, mm-hmm. ask them what they're interested in and book a talk, right? Just do it. If you want to start social media, do that, you know, get your Instagram profile going and then same rules apply. Sketch out um, some consistent, you know, a kind of like a storyline that you want to talk to them about. And it could be mm-hmm. like, you know, it could be anywhere. It could be the four principles of osteopathy. It could be, but think you want to be helpful, engaging, empowering, right? Yeah. You want to have calls to action. So ask them to do stuff. Um, ask them questions so you can engage with them online. And then just be consistent, right? And it's so and carve time out of your schedule. When are you going to work on that? That's when are you going to work happening. on it? You have to you have to plan it in advance. Plus, you like we've noticed, like when you get into a groove of doing one, yes, whether it's a video or whatever else, is do many, yes, in a row, so that in that way, batch you know, batch record, yes. Yeah. And if you're yeah. worried that 
someone's going to say that guy's wearing the same shirt as last time, then you just bring a change of clothes, right? Yeah. Right? No, but that all the time. But even at that, no one's going to see everything all the time, right? So, no one's, so yeah, you could have theoretically the same T-shirt on, but no one's going to see the same video, right? Right. And so you just, you just keep, it's, you know, as they say, there's so much static out there and people, you're, you're vying for someone's attention. So if you do it quickly, efficiently, consistently, with love, with enthusiasm, sharing your passion, sharing your knowledge. Yeah you're going to connect with someone, right? And they're going to know and, and they're going to find you. They're going to take the next action step towards hopefully booking an appointment with you. Yeah. Um, but even at that, they don't necessarily, if you start from, you know, start at the, uh, from from the start, if you're doing it again from your heart just to share your passion, it is magnetic and, and uh, you know, it doesn't even matter if someone's going to book an appointment with you. They ultimately will, but, you know, it's, that's just like you say, that's reaping the fruits of your labor, mm. so... Great. Yeah. That was that was fairly decent. I yeah. Think. So like, if you're stuck in a rut like and you need to paper. spice it up, these are options to share your expertise. Oh, I think we should also ask the listener uh, about uh, polling on the order of the three. <laughs> yeah. We need to finalize Educate this once and for all. And empower. Okay. Well, let's go. Through that is the way to do it. The three. So which one are one, you saying? Engage. Educate. And empower in that order. Sounds pretty good, mm. Sean. I, I always say educate, engage, and empower. But Oof. yeah, stuff. <laughs> well, the other option. <laughs> Which I, was, would be I wasn't listening to you guys, so whatever that in it. We should be empower, and then whatever else behind it. Yeah. Then you have two options if you start with empower. Oh wow! Yeah. So now we're getting into uh, uh, idiosyncrasies, right? Yeah. Something like that. So, anyways, write us in. We got to finalize this once and for all because. Some of them sound ridiculous. Hope you guys don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, we, uh, you can reach us at osteomentorship.com, as always, uh, for, for, to reach out for any concerns about your practice or anything else. Uh, we have a lot of amazing things coming up, so stay tuned. And again, obviously, osteoconnection.com. Nope. No. osteomentorship.com no osteo connection the osteo the connection podcast yes yes and, or on uh, social media yep yeah. and social media so please make fun of us and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs> have a great week ciao thanks for checking out this episode we hope you learned something or not and if you haven't already subscribe here to the osteo connection wherever you're listening and hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.